This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. Snake. 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 Them. Haven't had a don't trust Snake for a little while. I haven't had anyone actually like say, hey, I haven't heard this for a while. Because I think, you know, people are petrified both snakes in physical form and hearing them through the radio as well. So I thought we couldn't clock off 2020 without a snake story. And we got one from over the weekend. Where Where is this one from? Jim Boomba. I think that's in Queensland. Oh, I was like, I'm so confused. Is that a person called Jim? I was like, is that a person? And why are you saying it like that? Jim Boomer School. Um, Oh, at a school? Yeah, at a school. No, that's my worst nightmare. Uh, The students there were not the only ones keen to visit the tuck shop for lunch when a red belly black snake slithered in. Oh, they're dangerous too. That's not my line too. Thanks for that. Brisbane Times, okay. they wrote that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, look at them trying to act like he's just trying to get food. Yeah. Whatever. This is crazy. Some uh, some people, volunteers at the Hills International College Tuck Shop were expected, uh, were expecting... This is the last thing they were expecting to be greeted by as the snake was spotted underneath the cash register oh. when they are about to put some cash in there oh, on no. Friday. Oh, no, because that's know? where your hands are going yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, I hate that. <sighs> I hate it. It was the second snake in two days that had found itself into the school as well. They were called in there on Thursday after a brown snake made its way into the phone room on Thursday. Must be a bit of a bush school. It was tangled up in the phone lines and all the like cable mess uh, and all of that. Like I saw the photo. Get your cables in order, there's, people. There's all the blue cable and white phone cable and all that. And there's amongst all that just this brown snake just like knotted up in it all. Wow. Just, getting that out too would be horrendous. Yeah. Because it would be knotted up in all the cables. I mean, as per usual, don't do it yourself, people. Call a professional. No, that's exactly what they did. They called in the professionals. Norman, the snake catcher, he was on the scene. He said that he touched it with the hook and the snake sprung from one end of the room to the other and then we grabbed it. It was great teamwork. Look at that, teamwork. So it's Norman... And his sidekick then. Yeah, that's mm. it. Yeah, Norman and Mrs. Hill. Sally Hill is her name. There you go. They're a husband and wife snake catching team. Good on them. Hopefully they've got matching outfits of like superheroes. That's Obviously. What I I'm feeling like a Russell <laughs> Russell Coit vibe, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then afterwards the- he looks straight at the camera, breaks the fourth <laughs> wall and he goes... All right, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. There we go. Don't trust snakes. One hanging out near the cash register in the tuck shop, you know, wanting some salt and vinegar chips, you know, a pie. It was a hold-up. Okay. (laughs) Operated by the snake. (laughs) It was. And then another one just trying to make make a call. 7.24, that is... Snake. 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 This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. Time to have a chat with Janine from the Red Cross Lifeblood Centre. How are you this morning? I'm good, JB. How are you? Yeah, really well, really well. You guys are in the need for some blood this festive season between now and the new year. You need about 600 people to donate, I understand. 
Yeah, we're always in need, JB. That, um, that never changes for us. We're, um, you know, but just over this festive time, we definitely do need uh, more blood and, and plasma products donated within this time. Um, Tamworth have been amazing, though. So that figure that um, I gave you previously, that 600, it is now down to around 200, which, is, which has been an amazing response. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's like 400 in what the last week or so. So I mean, we'll we'll smash this. We got a little bit over <laughs> a week till crossed. Christmas. We'll be right. You'll be all good. How you, you've got uh, a, a fairly uh, free schedule between now and Christmas for bookings, or don't ask? Did I jinx it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> look, it's um, it's one of those things. We do ask people to uh, to jump online uh, or use their app to make an appointment. Yeah. Um, Things have changed over the time. Obviously, with COVID, we can't just take people walk in the door. So we do encourage them to to jump online and and try and uh, book an appointment from there. And and don't be discouraged if you can't get the time that you you know between Christmas and New Year. Even after New Year, we really need um, people to continue to come in early in the New Year. And the blood um, and and blood related products, the plasma platelets, those sort of things, it's used for a whole wide array of different medical products, and especially, unfortunately, with the the road toll and fatality and accidents at this time of year, that is why the demand does sadly increase. Yeah, and and more so, uh, you know, people that are in hospital that are yeah. that are unwell, you know, with chemotherapy and and trauma and all of those things, you know, they they don't get to have a break. They still need those yeah. um, products, you know, to keep them healthy and well through the Christmas period. While we're all off having um, a well earned break, as as we all deserve, yeah. they still need those products to um to stay healthy and well. A couple of changes there at the Red Cross Blood Service, which is really exciting. Um, that you've had with regards to uh, donating after getting tattoos now. Yes, very exciting, yeah. especially for me, for a lover of ink. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it has changed, I think, from around October this year. So now if you have had a tattoo, um, you can come straight on in and donate plasma. Still not blood, but straight to yeah. plasma yeah. Uh, with no de- no deferral time at all. So you can have your tattoo and come straight on in and uh, and donate plasma. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's really encouraging, that is, because I know a lot of people, um, uh, I know my partner, she's she gets tattoos quite regularly and that just puts the whole schedule out of whack. When you used to, what was it? It was about three months or so or six months? It w- yeah, it was four. Yeah. Four. So, yeah, it's... People used to come in and say, oh, you know, I'll schedule, schedule yeah. my tattoo around this time so I could come in. So, yeah, look, if you've, if you've had it in Australia at a licensed premises, yeah. come on in. Come yeah. on straight in after you've had your tattoo and donate plasma. No, that's really exciting, especially with people getting tattoos and gift vouchers for tattoos and stuff like that this festive season. You don't have to wait till, you know, August, uh, uh, April, May like you once had to. You can just get straight yeah. in there. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's great. I would like to see all those freshly inked people in the new year. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. That's right. If you haven't donated blood, we've spoken about this before, but it's really quick and easy. It only takes about an hour of your time. It's literally just like getting pinched on the finger or the arm <laughs> you 
don't you honestly well, you don't, don't even cry, JB. No, you're, I, you're pretty yeah, tough, so exactly. you, you, you can do it. You, anyone can do it. Exactly. I mean, I'm not. I'm not really tough. I'm actually a really big weakling and baby. So I mean, if I can do it without crying there and needing a lollipop, anyone can. Um, <laughs> and it takes hardly any of your time. It's really easy to donate. So look, I urge anyone out there. It's a bit of a New Year's resolution. If you're able to give blood and you haven't before, look. Definitely book in in 2021 or between now and the new year as well. Fantastic. Yeah, it's easy. Just jump online or call 13 14 95 or we have an app now, which yep. is easy to use. So, yeah, if you're healthy and well, hydrated, have something to eat, come on in. I must ask, sorry to put you on the spot here, <laughs> have, you got the, uh, have you got the milkshake uh, volunteers back? Oh, JB, stop it. No, no, we haven't. It's very sad. It's sad all around. Fingers crossed for next year. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully at the rate we're going, if those numbers keep dropping, we can get the milkshake volunteers back because I, I well and truly miss them. I mean, I like getting the milks and the treats and stuff myself after, but I just like that personalised touch. It's just a little thing. What can I say? It's my diva moment, Janine, you know? <laughs> Oh, I completely agree. And the ladies, <laughs> they look, they are absolutely yeah. fabulous. And we, we miss them. We miss yeah. them too. So fingers crossed for next year, JB. No, fantastic. Janine, thank you so much for everything throughout 2020. I know it's been extremely busy for you guys this year. Anyone in the health sectors had a crazy 2020. So thank you so much. All the best for a Christmas. Hopefully you get a bit of a break and we'll chat to you in the new year. Thanks, JB. Merry Christmas. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. Good morning, Tony. How are you? Good morning. I'm well, thanks. How are you? Yeah, very good. Very good. You had a good day yesterday. You found cash. I did. Well... Through legitimate sources too, we might add. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Well, I found potential cash. Yeah, potential cash. Potential cash. Yeah, yeah. So I get millions of emails yeah. into my email box, in my inbox, yeah. a lot of them from the government, and I got one. I just like I sometimes open them if they seem potentially relevant and then like delete them mostly. Yeah. Yeah. Um but this one came through from Revenue New South Wales. So you know if you get a parking ticket speeding fine, that's where you go to pay it, right? Yeah. But they also have this portal of unclaimed, like, money. Yeah, that right. That people are owed. Yeah. And I was like, oh, jokes. I'm never in any of these things yeah. ever. Yeah. So I put my name in and I do have a pretty, you know, unique last name. Yes. I actually don't know anyone else with it except for people that I'm related to. Yeah, right. Anyway, it comes up with my name. Well, like, not my name, but Ambrogetti. Yeah, yeah, right. And then yeah. A, which yeah. is the first initial of my dad's name. Yeah, yeah. And it has said the address and then you could click more details and it has like the date and the address and yeah. like the company that owes the money. So yeah. basically it was Ausgrid had like overcharged in 2010. Yeah, right. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So then I just started putting in like everyone in my family's yeah. name. Yeah. And both my mom and dad have like- Some cash some sitting cash there. cash sitting there. Yeah, right. My mom was like, yeah, cool. I'll look it up. And then my dad was like, that's a scam. <laughs> I said, but it's the government website. And he was like, well, you know what? 
If you can get it, you can keep it. So it's on, baby. It's on. <laughs> it's on. Got to get some, while, while you're at Christmas, get some of your dad's ID together, 100-point <laughs> yeah. 100 ID check and claim that. Do you know, so many people like mix us up all the time, especially on paper because yep. his name is Antonio. Yeah. Um, and in Australia, a lot of people shorten that to Tony. Yeah. Not named after him. Don't worry before you ask. <laughs> Uh, but people do it all the time. It's yeah. happened even here in Tamworth. Yeah, right. And um, I'm just like, nope, not no. not him. No. It's me. You'll be able to get that money easy then. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> a Christmas bonus for myself. <laughs> yeah, very much. I tried. I got no cash. No. I don't have any. Yeah, I don't have any unmarked notes sitting around in some safe box somewhere. I feel so. like a lot of the mistakes are from like early digital yeah, days or yeah. pre-digital. So. Yeah. Maybe chuck your parents in. Yeah, that's true. I might try that. Yeah, I, I look. I was that um, that keen on trying to get some cash. I searched every state and territory. <laughs> I went through the whole list, even Tasmania that I've never set foot on in my life. Who knows? I might have some cash down there on the Apple Isle. Like, never know. Something could have gone wrong. Maybe I paid no. a bill that wasn't <laughs> yeah, mine. That's, right, that's it. In Tasmania. Wrong, that's right. <laughs> put the wrong BSV and account number in and went down to Tasmania. But no, I had nothing. Even Queensland that I actually lived in for a little while, nothing. So I thought they might have, because you're right, the pre-digital era and all that, I thought I might have been owed some money from, you know, overpaying a bill at Blockbuster Video back in like oh. 2007. Nothing. So, but give it a try. It's the Revenue New South Wales website. Yeah, that's right. There's you something there. like fourteen million dollars yeah. in New South Wales alone that yeah. is owed to people. Yeah, which sounds like an insane amount. But um, I put in like one of my friends' names, and she's got a pretty uh, basic name. No offense to her or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to all the Smiths out there listening, but you know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it came up with like so many people. So a lot of them yeah, are right. like you know a hundred, two hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. But if you've got a few, like, you know, 100,000 people yeah. that are owed 100 or whatever dollars, yeah. that really adds up. Yeah. And um, yeah. you know what? Even if your name's not in there, but someone in your family's is, I yeah. would say a finder's fee is well deserved. <laughs> Definitely. I think so. <laughs> this is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. Yeah, I love this time of year because you get all the of the years coming out. Last year we did, last week we did word of the year, dog breed of the year. They've they're got all a, here. They're all here, including the colour of the year. What? This is crazy. I didn't even thing? know they had this. Yeah. It's crazy. Pantone, I think that's how you say it. They're an international authority on colour. And they select who? the last 20, a top secret group of representatives. Oh, my gosh. I reckon that's like a whole bunch of dudes from Julux and British paints and stuff sitting around and just discussing it. Yeah. Maybe or some... like self-proclaimed secret group. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're very true. I bet you we could find them. I bet you if you put in like top secret colour experts on LinkedIn, they'd probably all come up. They've got it listed. <laughs> yeah. We're top I secret, but it's on my LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. Apparently since the year 2000, they've been doing the colour of the year. Some of the previous year's colour is uh, millennial pink. That was the, the colour of the year a couple of years ago. 
Uh, that's that rose quartz colour that you see in everything. Nowadays. Oh, yeah, that, that? that all us millennials yeah. love at parties. Yep. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that was their colour of the year. This year's colour of the year as well, if you're wondering, the 2019 to 2020 was classic blue. It might have been a bit appropriate as well as it was a shade chosen to reflect reliability, comfort and familiarity, which, of course, I think we all sort of ended up needing in 2020, strangely enough. True. Uh, the 2021 colour of the year, there's the pick two. The top secret group couldn't even wound it down to one. So pick two. Ultimate grey. And <laughs> That's depressing. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's apparently, uh, 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 that's a combination. And illuminating, which is a bright, acidic shade of yellow. They're the two colours they picked. They reckon that the combination of grey and yellow, this is according to their top secret guild, they're sitting around with their hooded black, uh, you know... Cloaks cloth, on. Cloaks on going... They say the following. I'll say it like the emperor. A message of positivity supported by fortitude. This is a colour combination that gives us resilience and hope. The top really? secret guild say. Because I see acid yellow as COVID and grey as the way I feel after the end of this year. <laughs> Very true. I reckon they should have gone with like hand sanitizer. Clear. Clear. This colour gets absolute, <laughs> this year gets absolutely no colour. It's been washed away and rubbed off with all of the alcoholic hand sanitizer, <laughs> including the top 10 layers of your skin on your hands. The colour of the year is varnish. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Now, hand sanitizer clear could be the colour of the year because that's the juxtaposition that 2020's thrown at us. Exactly. But the colour of the year isn't a colour. It's been wiped out by all the alcohol (laughs) up. That's it, and I think that's all. Yeah. Is that all all we need? I think so. I think that's that's enough for the year, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you tell me yellow, I'm thinking snot. And you tell me grey, I'm thinking... How I feel. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. It can be a really, really, really difficult time of the year if you're trying to stay on track with a diet and then Christmas comes around and you just get derailed. For some tips and tricks on how not to get derailed, it's health coach for all the gods, Sam (laughs) Jackson. How are you? Good morning. I'm absolutely Fantastic. What about your fine self there? I'm doing very well, doing awesome. But I don't like this time of year when you're trying to stay healthy and they <laughs> chuck plum puddings in your face. I mean, you know, how can I not be tempted by that? I know, and you're forced to eat them. Otherwise, you know, <laughs> loads of puppies and kittens will die unnecessarily <laughs> if you don't. And yes. It's all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. How how can we stop? How can we stop that happening? Not not the puppies and the kittens, uh, <laughs> but you know, st- stop you getting tempted so much. Ah, oh, well, do you know what? Let's first of all let's just bring it back to some perspective, okay? Yes. So there's 15 days between now and the first of January. So at three meals a day, that's only 45 meals to go until we're clear for next year. Yeah. And then if you take sort of five Christmas meals, so you know you in-laws' house, your own house, breakfast, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Two Christmas parties between now and then, and one on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, then you've got like eight meals out of 45. So really, put it in perspective. Are you really going to ruin everything for eight meals? I don't think so. Okay? So I that, like that. That's, the, that's good yeah. thinking. <laughs> yeah. Just, let's just like really rein that one in. 
So eight meals between now and then. We don't have long to go. Um, but in those meals, like, firstly, just eat normally. Like, you can have turkey and ham and beef and all that kind of stuff, but no need to eat every single morsel um, and no need to go back for seconds and thirds and all that kind of stuff just because it's there. It's okay to have leftovers, mm-hmm. right? So just eat a normal-sized portion on Christmas Day. Have the good stuff, absolutely, but just don't go, like, full cookie monster on it, you know. Just just eat a normal amount of food. So you really watch your portions, limit your snacks as well. So your fruit mince pies, your desserts, your shortbreads, you know, the, the little rumbles, that kind of stuff. Anything that's going, by all means, have some, just don't have all. You know, it's, it's really, you just got to control yourself a little bit. And I think, you know, Jen, it actually comes down to that, Jared. It, you've got to control yourself a bit. Um, I, I, limiting. Yeah, sorry, sorry no, no, you go. Limiting your alcohol is also another one. No, I don't want to be the fun police there. But if you have one boozy beverage to two softies and hopefully, you know, like um, soda water with some lime or something, not like full-on sugar softies. So go one boozy one to two softies, one boozy, two softies. So limit your alcohol because it's going to be hot in here in Australia and, uh, yeah, we we don't want to dehydrate and we don't want to overdo the booze either because that just makes you feel completely worse yeah um but also get up and move too have a bit of a walk before lunch yeah um play with the kids footballs and frisbees and all that kind of stuff if they still get them do they get those or do they get electronic games now i don't know Um, Um, i I think it's more the electronic games and stuff like that but anyway i'm going to sound like an old man if i go start going down that path (laughs) yeah back in my day Um, (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) i was about to say yeah fitness is still really important at this time of year and i kind of like this time of year because you've got more time i mean i'm lucky enough to not be working over the christmas period so i actually have more time to get out of the house and be a little bit more physically active but a lot of people you know their uh their what is it their roster their everything goes out of whack so that can be difficult can it but just try and do it i guess just try and do it even if you break it down to two 15 minute lots yeah you've still got your 30 minutes per day yeah okay so and and going for a walk is better than nothing i'll I'll take that over sitting on the couch blobbing Mm. out yes least go for a walk, um, particularly in the early morning or the early evening when it's nice and cool and yeah. fresh and, and you tend to feel a lot better for it. Yeah. So you, you tend to be always glad you did if, if you just get up and go for a walk or even have a little, um, you know, family time, like a little bit of charades or, you know, a um, bit of outside time if you can, or just, just do some sort of movement between your main course and your dessert and yeah. let it just sit down and, and go down a little bit um, and, and, you know, get things moving so that you don't feel like food's coming out your ears. <laughs> so, yeah, just ha- having a little bit of movement between courses is really handy. Yeah. But if you can, stick to as much of your exercise re- regime as you can. We've still all got the same 24 hours a day. Yeah, yeah, no, very true. Sam, thank you so much for the chat. Some fantastic advice so like we have gone from you all throughout this year. Have a fantastic Christmas okay. break. We'll chat again in 2021. I'm so looking forward to it. Merry Christmas to you and all your listeners. Thank you very much. Cheers, Sam. All the best. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. Hey, have you heard the saying, no glass, no class? No, I haven't ever heard that. Apparently, people in the wine industry... And they hang around the winos. Oh, right. I get it. Yeah, They throw that one around, <laughs> apparently. 
And that's really come to a forefront in the last couple of weeks with wine in a can. I was going to say, is this like against a goon sack? Because <laughs> I can guarantee you everyone that's worked in the wine industry has at least one time drunk from yeah, a goon. I bet you. Surely they have. I bet you a couple of the winos out there, I guarantee you a couple of the wine critics out there, they'd have their favourite goon. I'm sure they would. Mm. Guaranteed. Yeah. Doubles as a pillow. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> They've probably, probably got their own, like, goon that's got the most comfortable pillow when blown yes. up after. The you double know? rating. So... They've, this has been big in the last, like, year or so. Wine in a can. They've got canned wine now. Apparently, it's massive in the US, UK, and Australia. We're the three leading markets, apparently. The main drivers for canned wine are portability, convenience, and sustainability. That's very important for young consumers, too, apparently. Apparently, it keeps down the lower carbon footprint than glass bottles, having well, it from yeah, a can. because the coloured glass, which mm. most wine bottles bottles are yep. can't be recycled. Oh really? Yeah. It's a oh. lot it's a lot more difficult to recycle than the clear glass and there's only some places that do it. Wow, okay. So uh, the, with beer bottles as well, I'm just thinking Corona. This is the yeah, one time that do. we like Corona this year. <laughs> That's a clear bottle. They we do can, get recycled, yeah. but it's a lot more it's difficult hard. to yeah, recycle. Right. Yeah. It takes more power and energy to recycle the coloured glass, so yeah. that's not good either. When I worked on a cruise ship, we yep. used to separate glass by colour. Yeah, yeah, right. Wow. Okay. You said separate glass by colour? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, the uh, other things with the, uh, the wine in a can is that... Apparently, it tastes very different as well. One of those wine expert guys, this fella called Chris Marchant, he said that if you w- drink wine from a glass and you, uh, you drink it from a glass with a big sip lip on it, this is his words, not mine, the wine uh, hits that and then bounces over it and lands further back on your tongue, on your palate... And that is uh, very similar to when drinking it out of a tin, it misses the front of your tongue, thus affecting the taste. All right, Chris. I bet you he's someone who won't drink like a screw top bottle either. <laughs> no. He's like, no. corks only, baby, yeah, corks that's, only. <laughs> that's a guarantee. No. D- darling, did you bring... Did you really bring this screw top wine again? Really? He's probably I told you. It's probably aerating his <laughs> wine. Like gets a ten dollar yeah. bottle of yellowtail. He's like, well, we just if we aerate it, it'll be better. <laughs> All right, mate, Decanted. drink the wine. Drink the Decanted. wine. Decant the can. Yeah. See? Maybe that's what you need to do to a can is that pour it out afterwards. No. You, you like wine. You drink you'd have no dramas drinking it out of a tin, you don't care? Um, I have tried it before. Yeah. I didn't really notice. I mean, I noticed a difference in quality, but I think it was more to do with yeah. the brand than it was to do with yeah. um, yeah. like what container it was yeah. in. Yeah. I totally agree with the portability. It's like so great for a picnic or something yeah. like that. Yep. Really easy. You're not going to like, you know, worry about a bottle. And also less judgy. If you bring a whole bottle somewhere, people look at you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like at our Christmas party on Saturday night. (laughs) This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9.